Mic check one two and two. 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 We in the building right now, ladies and gentlemen. Check one two and two. You are now in the building with Coach K, and this is the Hustlers Journal podcast. Mic check one two and two, ladies and gentlemen. You are now in the building with your boy Coach K, and this is the Hustlers Journal season two, episode number five. Cinco on the docket. I meant to do this on Cinco de Mayo. By the missed the day, but that's okay. We're still getting it done today on this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful afternoon out here in Montreal, Canada. It's kind of cold. I saw some snow flurries today. It's supposed to be spring. We are in May. We're still deep in the heart of this quarantine season. Challenges, obstacles still above us and still in front of us. And we're hoping to put them behind us real soon. I told my friend Mel I would not say anything negative today. So definitely I'm going to share some positive vibes and energy with you guys. And I'm going to keep it short. I'm going to keep it to the point and make sure that everyone understands that we're all in this together. And any way that we can help each other, encourage each other to see things from a different perspective, changing our L's into W's. When you piece those fingers together, you guys can see on the camera right there. Just to let you guys know that there's a way to convey positive thoughts on a regular basis and all depends on how you see things and all depends on how you adjust your perspective. First things first I want to do is I want to thank everyone for continuing to listen to this podcast. We're in season two, episode number five, which means there have been other episodes before. There's about 11 plus other four. Just finished doing an interview with a friend of mine. A, a, a person who just became a friend of mine, her name is Chris Marie, uh, beautiful, beautiful soul, beautiful person. The episode before that was with uh, Tanya Vincent, uh, dealing with the topic of anxiety, a very, very serious topic. Just to let you guys know, there will be an episode two when it comes to that. So far, it's been the highest played interview thus far. And we're using Zoom technology to make sure things are happening, things are working. Today, I'm rolling solo by myself, but I want to drop some knowledge, drop some information for you guys and drop some inspiration, some motivation to get you guys going, moving in a positive direction, because the more we can stay on that train of thought, the better the ride will be, the smoother the ride will be. Yes, we'll have bumps and bruises and cracks and things here and there that happen along the way. But again, it's all about adjusting your perspective and understanding there are lessons in every loss. Turn your L's into W's moving forward from there. I mentioned this last season in season one about turning your L's into W's and I, to- I spoke about that a little bit. Where did I get L's into W's from? If you get a chance to listen to um, a freestyle by a gentleman of the name of Marlon Kraft out of Hell's Kitchen, New York City, he had a line in his 11 minute freestyle where he said, you can turn L's into W's if you just adjust your angles. And that's what we're speaking about today. Before we even get into that, I want to send a special shout out to my parents who celebrated their 43rd anniversary yesterday. Salute my parents, Brenda and Bertie, for 43 years of longevity, love, consistency, patience with each other. They definitely are an example to myself and helping me throughout my relationship with my beautiful wife, Brianna. Shout out to my wife, Brianna, as well. So we've heard the term, one man's trash is another man's treasure. We've also heard the term maybe one man's junk is another man's jackpot. Pause on that one. One man might give up while another person gives all. Okay, and that definitely demonstrates that there are opportunities within obstacles. And how does that happen? Well, it's all a matter of changing your viewpoint. Of course, what's required to make that happen? We got to adjust our angles and see things from a different perspective. How challenging that is right now, especially considering the conditions we're under right now. The focus is often set on negative. We hear of numbers and stats and seeing news reports and newspaper prints and these things and this, that, and the third. All these things that continue to come out and surface 
that definitely can cause strain and stress to all of us because we are constantly focused on one perspective. But it just becomes a matter of adjusting our perspective and changing the way we see things. And of course, there are a variety of sources that provide us with negativity. But you have to ask yourself the question, what do you allow into your mind? What do you allow into your heart? What do you allow into your ears to be absorbed into your system? Who are you letting sit at your table? And that's the thing that you have to be considered. So oppression, as we understand, can definitely lead to depression. But remember something really, really clearly. If your objective and your goal is to progress or it's progression, negativity promotes regression and doesn't allow for you to move forward. I'm going to say that one more time. Oppression can lead to depression. But if your goal is progression, negativity promotes regression, which means taking a step back. And it doesn't allow you to move forward with the momentum that is set in front of you. So it becomes a matter of us turning our negative scenarios into positive ones and keeping the negativity behind you. Think about it like this. If you were on a road and you're running and you run into a lion, a lion's coming at you head on, chances are you're going to turn around and you're going to run the other way. You're not going to run directly into that lion. But if the lion now is on the opposite side of you, now you're going to sprint and you're going to run as fast as you can going forward because you don't want that line to touch you. It's the same attitude we got to have when it comes to negativity. We want to put it behind us and run as far away from it as possible because it's going to help us to push forward, moving in the right direction. A lot of people are talking about going back to normal, going back to normal. When are things going to get back to normal? Listen, the normal wasn't working before. Now it's time to adjust our angles and see how can we work with the situation we're in right now and make it possibly better. Of course, there are many ways to do that. But again, it requires us to adjust our way of thinking, to adjust our perspective and see things in a different direction. The opportunity that we have in front of us when we look at that obstacle, it's like looking at a picture and staring deep into the, the fibers of the canvas and seeing how the, the, the paint strokes and the brushes and understanding the, the balance of the drawing and the painting that everything is there. And you're looking at it and you're now you're appreciating it, appreciating it, appreciating it. I can't even speak right now in a different way. And when you get a chance to look at that picture in depth, that's what gives you that sort of, wow, I never saw the picture from this angle before. I put the light on it in this way and now I'm able to see this. I didn't even notice that. Sometimes we, like when we think about life, it's like we walk into our house and there's a picture that we have in our, in our home, uh, maybe along a wall in our living room or our bedroom, and the picture has been crooked for years. And then you walk away, you leave for a while, you come back, you spend time in that room, in that space, and you notice, whoa, the picture is kind of crooked. And you adjust the picture, and now you're able to see clearly what the artist was trying to convey in that picture. And that's what this pause gives us an opportunity to do. As I mentioned, as I remind you guys again, I'm not speaking anything negative today. I'm trying to keep it all the way 100, all the way positive. I'm feeling great today. And I hope you guys are feeling great as well because there's so many blessings on the horizon that we have to look forward to. Now, those quotes that I mentioned before, there are many lessons in perspective and it helps us to recognize that the smallest contributions to positive perspective can be bigger than we think. Okay, and we need to shift our view and change the lens on our life and see things again from another view because we could be missing out on the bigger picture and looking at things from a pinhole. See, the way that things were before, we all had our own pinhole and we saw things from what we thought was normal. Therefore, we had a harder time understanding what people were going through because our pinhole wasn't the same size as our neighbor. 
as the same size as our spouse, the same size as our children, our parents, our friends. We are all seeing things from a different perspective. Now, being home, being able to pause, breathe, relax, that pinhole gets bigger and now we can see things from a bigger perspective. Being in the same scene, the same train of thought can result in a lack of appreciation for everything that's around us. Take for example, if you're a person who's used to driving the same distance back and forth. I can remind of this when I was visiting my wife, when I would go back and forth from Toronto to Montreal, Toronto to Montreal, I took the same path, same road all the time. There was never any difference in the road. I remember this landmark, that landmark, oh yeah, the clouds will hit this way, the trees bend on this side, this rest stop has this restaurant, that restaurant, so on and so forth. And what happens is when you continue to stare at the same scene over and over and over again, you get tired, you get drowsy. You start to fall asleep at the wheel when you're driving because you're used to seeing the same thing over and over. Your focus is always on the same landmarks. You're always looking out for the same things. But this pause that we have allows us the opportunity to see things that we've never seen before. See things within ourselves, see things within our people, see, thing, see things within society. See things that we always deemed as being acceptable, okay, and maybe now are able to adjust our manner of thinking and go, maybe that isn't the best way to go about things. Maybe that's not the best way to think. We start to discover more things about us, qualities and traits that maybe we didn't realize we had or had access to, and now we're accessing them deeper within ourselves because we're making the effort to learn, we're making the effort to grow, we're making the effort to progress continuously, even though this pause has given us a bit of a halt. This halt is needed. Sometimes your car keeps driving, 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 but to appreciate the vehicle and the power, you need to stop. Let the car just run for a moment. Right now, our car is just running. And we actually have a chance to kind of turn the car off and just sit and chill and appreciate the seating, the way it's designed, the heated seats, the air that might be coming through, the windshield size, the sunroof size, the windows, the wind that comes through the, that comes through the windows, different features that we miss because we're always constantly just getting up out of a car, going, going back in our car, sitting down, driving. We're not really appreciating what it is that we have in front of us. And this pause gives us the opportunity to do that. Again, it's a matter of adjusting our perspective and seeing things from a different angle. When I was proposing to my wife, I'll throw in this little quick story. When I was proposing to my wife, um, I used a Scrabble board and from my perspective, I was putting the words, will you marry me? From her perspective, she couldn't see that. All she was seeing in her mind was the words that she spelled out, but I totally messed up the board. Anyways, story relevant to this is that when you are playing a game like Scrabble and you're putting the pieces down on the board, sometimes it helps to spin the board around. Spin the board around, spin the board around, take your letters, your tiles, rearrange them a little bit, spin your board around, pause for a moment, look at that board, and even though the time is running out because they want you to play right away, if you spin the board, you might start to see things from different angles. You start to see words that you never saw before because you're focused on seeing it from your perspective. You think your perspective is right. You think your perspective is beyond the end all. You think it's correct until you learn that maybe, just maybe, if you turned it slightly to the left, now you're seeing letters that didn't stand out to you, but because they're closer to your view, you're able to pay attention to them more. And now when it's your turn, you found a word that you can add to that game. So turn the board a couple of times, turn our perspective around a little bit, change the angles, change the position, change our posture, sit taller, maybe, might be able to help us to see things from a different light. You know, if you're sitting in a chair and you're not able to see over your computer, 
you may miss out on the fact that when you sit up tall, you see different features and different details of your of your kitchen table or the chair that's in front of you or the person that's in front of you. You start to miss out on th certain things because you're not sitting tall, you're not you're not sitting to maximizing your posture, your position. When you do that, now you get to see the bigger picture, the broader scope of things. So that's what we're trying to do today. We're trying to adjust our way of thinking, bring out the things that are unseen, and it helps us to generate more, a greater appreciation for what we have in, in front of us. Because yes, everything's on pause, people are not working, some people are out of jobs, it's unfortunate, it's sad. A lot of people have lost their lives as a result of this disease, it is sad. But what does that help us to do? It helps us now to recognize the importance of washing hands. It helps us to important to recognize the importance of human interaction. And that we do not want to take these things for granted because now that we don't have them, now we want them more. So when we do get them back, it doesn't mean that things are going to be normal. They should be different because now we have a greater appreciation for human interaction, for washing hands, for staying clean, for spending time outside with our family members and friends, for gatherings, things that we might have skipped out on before, phone calls, calling people up, making sure that everyone's okay, make sure that's something that we want to do on a regular basis now, not just because we have a pause and because we have the time to do it, we want to make the time to do it on a regular basis because we see the value, we see the importance in making that happen. So we want to adjust our angles on everything and this time allows us to do that and there's no need to rush because where are we going to? Some people actually are working from home so they have to go to their home office. They have to go to their office upstairs or downstairs wherever it might be on the kitchen table. They have to set up on their computer. Cool. But really where are we going? Other than maybe going to the groceries to buy a couple items and you don't want to be there too long because you put people at risk of getting sick or you yourself could be at risk of getting sick. The lineups for grocery stores are super long. Try going to Costco on a Saturday. Terrible. Try and go to Costco on a Tuesday. Just as bad. Go anywhere else, you're put in the same position. So it makes you realize, hmm, maybe there's something else I can put my time towards. Maybe I could sit down and reflect. Maybe I could take time to read. Things that maybe I never had a chance to do before because my life that I thought was normal had me going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth for so many years that I missed out on a lot of things. Can you imagine being a parent? And I'm not a parent, I have no children, so I can't even really give this the full depth of this example, but imagine being a parent and you have a child, but you have to work and you're constantly on the go, home, do this with a kid, go home, do this with your kid, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. This pause time gives you a chance to actually learn about your child. You might see qualities in your child and go, well, I didn't know that my, my son or my daughter could do this. I didn't know that they were skilled in doing these things because you missed out on it. So there are so many opportunities that we have to grow with our family, with our friends. We can actually get a chance to see who really is riding for us. The people who check on us to make sure, your friend, are you good? I just wanted to give you a call to make sure everything was cool. Let me know if you need anything. And there are people out there who are doing that on a regular basis, not because they're looking for something to gain, but because they're looking for people to help because they realize they have the ability to do that. They have the capacity to do that and they're encouraging other people to do that. And I encourage everyone to do the same thing. Remember, we are not in a situation where we are losing out. We're in a situation where we are learning we are growing, we are building, losses turn to learns, learns turn to growth, and growth ultimately turns into wins. So of course, it's a matter of adjusting our perspective and example. And yeah, we might be in a little bit of fear, we might be wondering, okay, but, but I'm living in uncertainty, how's this gonna work, how's this gonna play out? It's just a matter of trying and seeing what happens next and seeing how you can learn. I'll give you an example. When I was in school, I was in high school, I used to run track, 
I wasn't the fastest guy on my team, not by any means. And I wasn't the fastest guy at the track meet, not by any means at all. There were guys who were killing track, guys and girls. I remember watching a 400-meter run by this one girl who was in last place who ended up coming in first because she passed everybody because she was determined to win. That's a, that's a side story, though. I was running track. I was running sprints. And I remember I was in my heats and I looked at the heats. And I looked at the guys who were running and I go, hmm, I'm not going to run that race. I'm not going to run that one. I'm not going to run that one. I'm going to run in that one. And I looked at the people there and I assumed that they were slower. And when I did run my heat, I ended up winning my heat. And I'm thinking, okay, yeah, I came first. It's good. And I remember running in the final and I was eighth, eighth place in the lineup. So I was on the eighth, I was on the far inside. And I remember when I ran, I can't remember if I came in 7th or 8th, whatever the situation might have been. And I remember being like, oh man, I got killed. And my coach said to me, Kareem, why did you run a slow heat? And I said, sir, because I want to win. Isn't that what we're here for? He said, no. You don't win when you run in a slow heat. So I'm sitting there, ignorant me, like, what is this guy talking about? I don't win when I'm in a slow heat. Of course I win. I win the heat. He's like, yeah, but are you trying to win the heat or are you trying to win the, win the race? And I thought, okay, I see what he's saying. But he helped me to see something. He adjusted my perspective. He said, think about it. Think about it, my guy. He actually didn't say my guy, but <laughs> just for more modern day people. He said, when you run in a slow heat, you do not run your fastest. You know why? Because the people will not push you to run your fastest. If you run in a heat with faster people, it will make you have to push your hardest. And even if you lose, you learn how to get faster. If you win in a slow heat, all you learn is how to beat the slow heat, not how to get faster. Now, when he put that in perspective for me, I thought about it and I said, yeah, but sir, who cares? I wanted to win. But he said, but did you win? You didn't. You came last. You know why you came last? Because in your heat, you didn't try your best. You saw things from only one angle, which is win. But you didn't try your best. Because all you were thinking was, as long as I beat these guys, I'm good. No. Your objective is to be able to beat those guys. Thinking about it now, how many years later, age 35, it all makes sense to me. I had to adjust my perspective, had to see things from a different standpoint to really get the grasp and understand what it is he was saying because it made a lot of sense that if I actually decided, you know what, I'm going to run with these guys and if I lose, it's okay because I'm learning how to get faster. I'm going to learn their techniques, their 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 tips, sorry, their tips and their techniques to understand how it is that they're able to run as fast as they do. Is it natural speed? Is it something that they worked on? Ask them questions, develop and grow because I'm asking questions because I want to learn. That's the thing that made sense. But instead, I'm, I'm going based on my own selfish pride and thinking, nah, man, I'm trying to win this heat. And then when I get to the final, I'm embarrassed to run because I'm going to come in last place. But see, I didn't try my best at first to know, oh, I'm running against these guys. These guys are pretty fast. Hmm, I better step my game up. And that's the way that I operated when it came to track. Now, of course, over the years, you learn and you go, man. And then you think back and you go, oh, if I only had taken the time to grow, to build my strength, to build my speed by doing things in the way that they did it, because clearly they were successful at what they did. If I only did that, 
Fast forward to 2020, the situation we're in right now. I don't wanna be in a situation where I'm like, man, if I had only taken the time to call my friends and just to make sure that they were good and to solidify my relationship with them, if I only took the time to check in on my parents to make sure that they were safe and they were healthy, if I only took the time to call my sisters and to let them know that I loved them, if I only took the time to sit down and talk and have a great solid conversation with my wife, maybe in a park or in the backyard or on the front step about things that make us laugh and things that interest her. If I only took the time to communicate with my clients, to make sure that any way, shape or form, I can help them, even if it's just drive by to say hello, to send them a card, to send them some flowers, to mail them some resistance bands, whatever the situation I had, I had control over to be able to do that. Why did I not take the time to do that? Nobody wants to sit down when this is over or when this is close to being over and go, if I only took the time to do X, Y, Z and A, B, C and back again. Now, this is not to put any pressure on anybody to put push you out there to go, you know what? During this quarantine period, you better be doing something. You better be learning a skill. You better be running every day. You better be eating well. You better be this, that and the third. Not saying that at all because everybody's situation is going to be different. Everyone, the way they absorb and they receive this information is going to be different. All I'm encouraging everyone to do, as we've all been trying to encourage people to do, especially the ones who have been genuine, who have been real about it, is learn. Learn from this situation. Find the opportunities within the, these obstacles. Build and grow from that. And come out of this situation even stronger than before. And you'll be surprised what things you discover about yourself if you just sit down, take the time, and instead of looking at it as being, this is the worst scenario in the world, I can't go to the gym, oh my goodness, this is terrible. No, this now gives you an opportunity to see, hmm, how can I do things from my house? Could I be more versatile from home? So that when the gym does open back again, if I can't make it to the gym, I don't have to force myself to go to the gym because I can actually do things from the comfort of my bedroom or my office or my living room or my basement or on my back step or on my, in my driveway or in my garage. These scenarios or a scenario especially like this could definitely change the way we see things and help us to appreciate the fact that we can be as versatile as we wanna be, but we have to choose to see things from a different angle. We have to choose to take these L's, tilt our fingers back, put them together and see where the wind can come. See where those W's can really be shown because we don't realize that we're missing out on a lot of wins because all we're doing is focusing on what we don't have. We're focusing on the losses, but there are a lot of opportunities to learn if we change our perspective and look at things from a different perspective, from a different angle. So in summary, guys, I want to make sure I made this short. If we adjust our angles, it promotes growth. And remember, if your goal and your objective is to progress, progression will be stunted by negativity. Negativity results in regression. Regression means you got to take, step back, uh, take a step back. And regression might mean you take steps back. But just because you take steps back doesn't mean that you can't continue to go forward. It's how much you allow yourself to go backwards. Remember, you are in control of what you are in control of. No one can control what you do other than they can put 
limitations, restrictions, but at the same time, even if you're limited or you're restricted, you still are able to do what you can within that space, no matter how small it might be. It's just a matter of changing our perspective, changing our viewpoint, and being appreciative of the space that we have to operate from. Because believe it or not, we have a lot of space, a lot of room to work with. We don't have to see things as, well, I don't have the freedom to go here. Everything is locked down. Uh, this is terrible. This sucks. No. That's not the right way to think. It's just a matter of saying, okay, so now I only have this space available around me. Okay. What can I do? What can I get done? And I promise you, you will discover things about yourself that you didn't know. You will discover a level of creativity about your, uh, within yourself that maybe you didn't know that you had because you were so used to doing things that other people were doing or you were used to going on an automated platform. Everything was just automatically done for you. Everything was just automatic. All your thoughts were automatic because somebody was thinking for you. Now you're in a position where you got to think for yourself. And so many, so many, so many opportunities can come from looking at your obstacles from a different light. Remember, if we stay stressed about this, it's not gonna help us, it's not gonna help our immune system. When you're stressed, your immune system actually lowers, which opens the ways for anxiety, which opens the way for um, illness, which opens the way for sickness and other things that might be affecting us later on. We have to be aware of the things that we are thinking, we'll be absorbing. Remember when I asked that question, who are you allowing to sit at your table? Not just the table that's in front of you, the table that's in your head. It's in your heart. What are you allowing to absorb into your system? And what are you allowing to be emitted to other people? Because remember, your energy will affect the people around you. So if you're in a home where everyone is thinking negative and you're still that negative person, guess what? Negativity is not going to make positive. It's just going to make it even worse. So let's try to adjust our angles, adjust our pers perspective as much as we can. Go outside, get some fresh air. Beautiful weather out here in Montreal. It's a little bit cold today. But that's okay. Sorry, guys. Go outside. Appreciate the air. Appreciate the nature. Flowers, the greenery, the scenery, animals that are around us. Go for a walk. Go for a light jog. If you want to go for a run, go for a run. If you're a person that hates running or hates outdoor activity, ask yourself the question, why do you hate it so much? Is it because you hate the bugs? You hate the weather? You hate the sun? Okay. But understand why these things exist and why it is that it benefits us. It gives us something to look at, something to appreciate. Every time I go for a run, I look at the sunlight, I look at the clouds, I'm able to look up out at the sky. I'm very thankful to God and I, I express my appreciation to him, not only for the fact that I have life and I have blood in my system and I have bones and I have muscles and I have a body structure that allows me to move. I have air coming in and expending it out. I have calories to expend. I'm so appreciative of what I have before me because I am doing my best not to look at this pause as being the end of everything, but to being the start of something great. So the more we build on ourselves, we help other people to build on themselves as well. We improve relationships with people. We explore our own creativity. We refine our goals and our objectives and we learn. We learn, we grow, and we continue to progress. And recognize that this situation is just a mm, little bit of a glitch in the road. But that's okay. Glitches come and they go. As long as we're willing to move past them and not let them to be the obstacle that stops us from going forward. 
let's keep this in mind guys as we look forward to brighter days ahead we want to think positively as much as possible i thank you guys so much for listening into these episodes you know sometimes it's difficult to put together the right pieces of information that's going to be a benefit to people never know what people will be interested in listening to but i do hope that what you get from this is not me ranting about the things that i'm doing but hopefully you take lessons from what has been said what has been discussed all 27 minutes and 45 seconds of it so far to help you guys see that there's so many more opportunities within obstacles if we just take the time to take our l's turn them into w's by adjusting our angles this is the hustlers journal season two episode number five your boy coach k in the building signing out enjoy the rest of your afternoon guys peace out